Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. Making Scripture relevant to your job and your home life is what we talk about here. And today we're going to discuss a very Christianese word and how it can help you in your job here on the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast. We can tend to use a lot of words that we only hear about in church, but we kind of leave them there too, don't we? We don't use specific words called Christianese terms at our job, and maybe not even at home, but we should, at least at home. But we should certainly do what the meaning of those words are. And today we're going to talk about one of those words, which is sanctification. So let's back up a little bit and talk about what it is from the Bible's point of view. And then we're going to get into how to do it, how to embrace it, and how to have that improve your job and maybe your own life too. You see, when you realize you're a sinner and repent of your sins and then ask Jesus to include those sins that you have committed in his substitutionary atonement for those sins on the cross. Oh, there's some more Christianese terms. <laughs> okay. He died on the cross because something had to die to pay for the penalty of those sins. He did that once and for all, not for all, only for those who repent of those sins and accept that he did that for them. Hopefully you've done that. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Everyone. Everyone falls short because of their sins. Acts 2.38 says that everybody must repent of those sins. Acts 17.30, God commands all people everywhere to repent. And 1 John 1.9 says that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that makes us justified in his eyes. There's another Christianese term, (laughs) justified. That one's pretty easy, justification. Really, that just means kind of this, just as if I never sinned. It's like God has used what Jesus did on the cross to wash away your sins and to give you a clean heart. Romans 3.24 says that. He did that on the cross for you, on your behalf. And oh, by the way, Romans 4.1-5 says you don't have to do anything other than repent and believe in Jesus and what he did on the cross to be righteous, to be righteous in the eyes of God. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go knock on doors. You don't have to live a certain way or do certain things or chant certain chants. (laughs) You just have to repent of your sins and ask Jesus in your heart and clean you out, clean you out and to make you righteous before God. And then the Holy Spirit comes to live in your heart and begins a process, a process of cleaning out the bad stuff in you and replacing that with good stuff in you. And this process can take a long time. In fact, it should take a long time because it is a process. 
And that's a process of making you more and more like Jesus. Now, we're never going to be just like Jesus, but we can become more and more like the attributes of Jesus or take on more and more of the character traits of Jesus. And that is called the sanctification process, where we're cleaning out our old ways of living and replacing them with new ways of living. That is the sanctification process. Acts 2.38 says that. Well, some of you may ask, well, what are some of the things that get cleaned out? And then what are they replaced with? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I can give you a real quick list. You'll find it in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. There are five things that the Holy Spirit cleans out of you, hopefully, if the Holy Spirit is actually living in your heart, if you are a true Christian, he starts cleaning out bitterness. Yeah, bitterness. Wrath. That's that need to have the final word and to get even. That vindictiveness, you know. He cleans that out. He cleans out anger. You know, the sinful kind anyway. He cleans out clamor. Okay, what's clamor? Is that a Christianese term? No, it's not. That's a really good term to describe loud quarreling or yelling to get your way. Hopefully, the Holy Spirit is convicting you of those and you're not doing those anymore. Uh, Evil speaking, that's another one. Speaking evil of others or putting down others with your talk to make yourself look good. Lying is part of that, too. Just unwholesome words, you know, filthy language, potty mouth. (laughs) Hopefully, the Holy Spirit is getting rid of those. And for some of you, it may take a little while, (laughs) but that's okay, as long as the process is moving along, okay? As long as you are realizing those things and others in your life that you just need to get rid of. Because the Holy Spirit wants to make you more and more like Jesus. And those five things do not describe Jesus at all. And he wants to replace them with things that do describe Jesus, that you should have in your life. And in that passage in verse 32, it says that he replaces them with being kind to one another, being tenderhearted, and forgiving one another. If you're a newer Christian, do you notice you're a little bit kinder to others? Maybe a little more tenderhearted, caring for others? A little sympathy? Maybe a little empathy? Which those two are different. And certainly forgiving others. Did you know that when you forgive someone, you're actually giving yourself a gift? Because then you don't have that bothering you. Or what that person did to you bother you anymore. And when you truly forgive... You forget about it. Now, there may be some some effects of that. There may be some wounds there. But you don't hold that grudge or hatred anymore. You just have let go of it, and it doesn't affect you anymore. And why should we do it? Because Jesus did for us. He forgave us of all of the sins that we've done. All of them. Little ones and big ones. And some people have done way worse than others. But he has still forgiven them all. Yes, all. And so likewise, you can forgive all others for what they've done to you too. And then you can get on with life, the life of 
the process of sanctification, which again is the Holy Spirit in you changing you for the better, to be a better person, to be more like Jesus. The Bible says when a person is saved, they become a new creation. The old things have passed away, and the new things are are coming. There are some new things. We just mentioned a few, and there are others too. And A lot of them are kind of personal. Personal in, in your own life, I mean. You know, someone says, boy, you've really changed, and I like it. <laughs> you know, you're more, you're more loving and compassion. You're, you hug your wife more. You, you don't yell at your husband near as much. <laughs> you don't nag. <laughs> oh, there, are, there are personal things, and I just hope that you are changing and that the process of sanctification you are embracing, allowing that to happen. There's no reason to cling on to the old stuff. Embrace the new stuff. Change is good, right? Change is good. And, oh, by the way, you don't have to do this change to keep or maintain your relationship with Christ, to keep or maintain your Christianity. You want to change because of the things that Jesus did on the cross for you as a thank you. You also want to change because you are in tune with the Holy Spirit who is changing you. And remember, it's a process and it may take a while. It may take the rest of your life (laughs) to become a more and more mature Christian. Yes, the process of sanctification is part of maturing as a Christian. James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26 talks about the evidence of your salvation is your good works. Jesus mentioned that in John chapter 15, where he says the evidence of your true salvation is in the fruit that you produce. And again, it's not that you have to, it's that you just do kind of naturally because you are a new creation, right? You just do. It's the Holy Spirit doing it all through you and teaching you to be more and more like Jesus. When Jesus was here on earth, the people around him could see what it was like and, and they, they could be like him. They tried to be like him. And he wanted that. He taught them how and he taught them a whole bunch of things. But then when he left to go to heaven after he rose from the dead, And to go sit at the right hand of God, he said that, it's okay, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. But he also said this, I will send a helper to help you now. And that helper is the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit comes into your heart and helps you to be more like Jesus. And to help you through life and to help you through things and to point you to Jesus and say, He's with you through this. Here's how he would handle it. Here's how he would act through this situation that you're going through. Jesus called the Holy Spirit the helper. Now, that word is really interesting. When he said that, they knew what the meaning he meant was. Because when a tree that produces fruit or branches or something gets real heavy and burdensome because of the fruit... Or maybe they're just getting old. <laughs> I don't know. They would prop up that branch with like a two before or something, you know. 
they would prop it up with something to hold it up. And they would call that 2x4 that's holding it up a helper. And when Jesus said, I'm going to send the helper, that means he sent the Holy Spirit to prop you up, to hold you up, and to help you to be fruitful, to produce fruit, and to do good things. Isn't that neat? So, do people say that you have changed since you've become a Christian? Do they notice changes in you? How about if you're a Christian before they knew you? But they've known you for a few years now. Would they say that you are changing since when you first met? Does your spouse say that you have been changing over the past several years? Maybe maturing as a Christian? I hope so. That's what we're supposed to do. That's the process of sanctification. We're changing to be more and more like Jesus. Old things are passed away. New things are here. How about at your job? Does your boss think you've changed for the better in the past few years? Do your co-workers? Or are you the same as everyone else? When you're expected to get a promotion and someone else does who doesn't really deserve it, are you bitter or are you happy for them? Are you trusting that God will take care of you? Or are you worried about losing your job? And that worrisome affects your health. (laughs) It affects your home life. It affects your productivity at your job. Do you still have a foul mouth? Do you still laugh at the same jokes and say the same jokes that the other non-Christian co-workers of yours are engaged in? Do you yell at your wife or your kids? You know, clamor, remember that? Do you quarrel and fight and having to win every argument? Or do you talk calmly and discuss things like Jesus would? How about anger? Do people at work think you're an angry person? You're easily given to anger? Or not? See, this process of sanctification comes out of you in how you handle things and how you talk and how you act around people and what your relationships with other people are like, too. So even though the Holy Spirit is in your heart, changing you and cleaning out the old stuff, putting in some new stuff, hopefully that is evident by your actions and how you respond to situations that occur around you. Are you just like everyone else? Or are you different? Do you have an underlying joy in your life that the Holy Spirit is helping you to have? Is pointing you to Jesus who gives you that joy because you get to spend eternity with him. You have a purpose in life too, and that's bringing glory to him and enhancing his kingdom here on earth. Giving a little bit of glimpse of what Jesus' kingdom is going to be like in the future here on earth, right here and now. Are you happy and truthful and joyous and a pleasure to be around? 
Are you loving of everybody? You know, just have that kind of a love demeanor about you. Do you have the aroma of Jesus Christ? You know, people know that there is something different about you. You're a true Christian, and they kind of know it. Even though the sanctification process is the Holy Spirit changing you on the inside, people at work should see that change and see those changes. If you've been at your place of employment for several years, have they seen changes lately in the past year or two? Even though you may have become a Christian years and years ago. I hope so, because you're supposed to be continuing to change and get more and more like Jesus and taking on his attributes. And if you don't know what that is, what his attributes are, I would suggest you read about them. Read about them in, say, the book of Mark. Mark is really good and quick and fast and to the point. It's kind of like rapid fire of how Jesus is, how he's like. Mark was a teenager when Jesus was around, and he really paid attention. He was enthralled with Jesus and how wonderful he was and how he was different than everyone else. And he started keeping notes, and he added a whole bunch of interviews and put together the book of Mark all about how Jesus handled situations and people and how he was and what he did. You can learn that by reading the book of Mark. We're seeing how you're supposed to be like, <laughs> okay? You could help the Holy Spirit by actually saying, oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I can be like that. Will you help me to be like that? Will you prop me up when I get weary trying to do that? I've got a situation at work today where I've got to yell at some people. I've got to yell at some people. Could you help me to do that in a way that is loving and kind and builds them up, not tear them down? Could you, Holy Spirit, please help me to be other-centered and not so super selfish and self-centered? I hate that about me. Could you help me to be other-centered and to show Jesus to them by how I act and talk with them? You know what? He will. Fill in the blank with those kinds of things. In fact, come up with some of them yourself. Are there some things about you that you're not happy with? that you want to change, that you want to handle things differently to be more like Jesus? How many times have I said that on this episode? (laughs) Maybe that's the point. It is. It's the point to be more and more like Jesus, to make Jesus attractive to those who don't know him. Can you do that? Can you make Jesus attractive to those who don't know him? So that when they come to you and ask about it, You know, you're different. There's some things different, and I really like it. Why is that? And you can say it's because I'm trying to be more and more like Jesus. Would you like to? I know that if you become more and more like Jesus at your job, your job will improve. God is a rewarder of those who seek the right thing, do the right thing, represent Jesus well. He will reward you for that. And it may not be what you're thinking, but you will get rewarded because God's ways of rewarding you are way better than what you think. (laughs) Okay, Believe me, I know that. I have learned that. Okay, can you do that? Can you be more like Jesus and embrace the sanctification process? If you have any questions about that, 
You can email me, kevin at bluejeanschristian.com. We'll answer them in a future episode, or I'll just answer them right back to you, (laughs) okay? And give me some things that you would like to hear about. Are there some Christianese terms that you hear at church, but you don't know how to do that in your life or make that work at your job? We're going to have some more of those things coming up in the next few episodes, so join in next Tuesday. See you later.